Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Podcast. Uh, my name is Flash and I'm joined by... Habits, as always. What is up? Um, how have you been? <laughs> I've been enjoying it, you know, uh, eating a lot of food. Um, <laughs> getting a little, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, making sure I have, you know, pounds to lose in the new year. Of course, of course because like... We won't be eating anything back to the no food diet. Uh, <laughs> the no food diet? Oh, I don't know you had that. I, uh, <laughs> maybe that's the way it should be done, you know? Like, well, definitely. You there's just <laughs> there's only two diets. There's yeah. fast food and Cheetos, or there's just no food. There's like, um, uh, just so we're clear, we're not health experts here, so uh, do not take any of our suggestions too seriously. <laughs> That is one hundred percent a lie. We are, uh, we are professionals in the health industry. Um, this is the new new professional diet. We're we gonna... definitely. <laughs> this is the start of our lifestyle podcast, <laughs> where we give you our advice from our knowledge that's completely and uh, individualized and not at all tested in any uh, statistical form. It is tested by ourselves, and uh, we are, <laughs> we're, we're amazing in our you know, respective healths. So uh, you should definitely follow it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right, let's get into it. This is our, um, I'm going to call it, oh, are you ready for the name? I haven't told you the name yet. So I'm, uh... this episode is the 28, wait, I'm calling it Endgame 2018. All right. Then we're going to put a awesome. dash. All right. And it's going to be the awards show episode. Oof. yeah yeah it's time for the awards well, it's time it's time although i'm we're gonna have to keep you waiting because uh like always when you make plans um valve laughs at them or something the expression goes like that or something uh gaben <laughs> but still yeah um so uh just when we left and we thought you know we're gonna have time we're just gonna have an awards show not much is going to happen. It kind of felt like they're going to wait till the end of uh, the break, right? No, no. Valve's like, uh, guys, guys, you want a completely new game? <laughs> guys, you want, you want, you want a reason to play every day? Uh, and then uh, apparently people said yes. So uh, what we have is the new patch. Um, came out a, a fair bit ago. Yeah, it came out a fair bit ago, but just like, just like. Uh, rely reliable news sources we give you the facts afterwards you know after they've been tested you know had a couple uh say that again you're you're right it's just going through uh going through everything we've we've gone through all the facts we fact checked ourselves here (laughs) so um hmm how do we go over this do you want to go over the skill rating count loving part of it are you okay to do that? Sure. Um, should, should, should I just read it? I read read the important parts. Okay. So with the skill rating level of or account leveling, uh, it's, I'm pretty sure it's kind of self-explanatory, except for like what the skill rating itself is, because uh, that's kind of something that I've been scared about. You know, about putting in a skill rating. <laughs> in a that, you know, it depends on. It depends on you having more than a fifty percent win rate. <laughs> All right, can I can I explain it just just so you're aware? Okay, so I'll just explain it from what I've played. Right, that'll be probably the best way. Um, so count leveling's pretty neat. It just you get a certain amount of experience for wins, and then like a weekly bonus, um, and then certain levels give you like tickets and and uh, packs. So just that's a little... uh, pretty similar to the uh, the Dota battle passes that Valve has put out of every year pretty much for the past three or four years yeah five. although it, i guess it's free with the game as long as you've bought the game you have this free so that's that's nice um i don't know if the the dota battle pass has that oh, the battle pass you have to buy it and it's for the uh for the international the big tournaments gotcha their their actual leveling system means nothing whatsoever oh, okay um, and, then, <laughs> and then skill rating is is kind of nice because y- you know where like 
some MMR systems are like, oh, okay, you kind of start in the middle and then maybe you'll go down if you're not good enough. Um, Valve just flat put it to one. So you start at one. So do not worry. Everybody who has a deck that they've paid a certain amount of money for, they're already probably at 20, okay? So you're starting at one, and over time you get more people that are starting out, which is nice, which I actually really like because it means the people who are really good, they'll, they'll just pass that level, then you don't have to worry about them skill leveling. Um, and okay. it goes up to 75. So okay. pretty much once you I, I pass a certain threshold, you go up to the next level. And uh, you try to get to seventy five, and they have this for both draft and the action and uh, standard constructed. So all the competitive modes are having it yet. Uh, say that again. Competitive modes basically just both have their own separate one. Yeah, yeah. So it, you can essentially get like higher skill rating in the draft mode as well, which is kind of cool. Um, which gives okay. you incentive to play that because that's the that's the only real level playing field one, right? until you have every single one of the cards but yes yes obviously but until until you have it but i mean this way you can kind of grind it so overall uh excellent change no complaints i don't know if you have any uh no i can't really other than like the whole um whether or not they're gonna paid event tickets um and the whole be- it being um It relies on you getting more than a fifty percent win rate to act that event ticket. <laughs> it feels kind of odd to have uh, a skill rating where it puts you at fifty percent. Yeah, I I, I I haven't looked too deeply into the actual way they're doing it, but it, it kind of feels like that, right? Um, that you'll need you'll need to be winning a lot. But then I guess if you're higher ranked, you're going to be facing higher ranked people. So technically. Exactly. After a while, it should it should get to a point that that if you're getting improving a little bit, you actually be facing people that are not significantly ranked higher than you, right? That's true. Um. All right. I think I think we're good with that. Let's uh, move on to the card changes. Um. Mm-hmm. So this was a change. Oh, say that. What were you saying there? It's, uh, it's pretty big. I, I kind of knew it was coming, but I also didn't really know it was coming. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't really going to do do my, uh, many balances to cards because, like, I don't know, earlier on, they were saying how they wanted them to remain the same, uh, maintain value, it was a bunch of stuff that didn't make any sense for a card, for an online card game, at least. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's nice to see that they actually are balancing cards. Yeah, no, it's lovely. Um, yeah, so uh, they they kind of changed their philosophy because they, I think they realized pretty quickly that waiting for another update, like another set to come out, would just be too long. Um, so ultimately they decided to switch it up, and that's, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm really happy with that, <laughs> personally at least. Yeah, for sure. No, it, it's definitely changed the game a little bit. Um, so... The first one we have, axe. <laughs> the almighty axe falls. Eh? No axe changed. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought that? No, they changed it to six, two, and ten. And good, good change. I gotta say, he's it, still really strong. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> beast that he was before. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna like, lie. His his uh oh, just just a heads up. If when I when. Because of the, the because of our um, what's it called our, I guess our outpost right we're, we're currently broadcasting for different locations um, than we usually do um, if we're kind of I think you cut off if I start talking so just like be aware of that okay okay so <laughs> what I think we're gonna do is just long spells where only one person's talking that's that's my <laughs> that's like a plan yeah um so so i was just gonna say it kind of felt like the the axe card change uh the, like they changed the stats from, from like this the, the attack went down one and the health went down one and still was completely viable because of that um because honestly the the berserker like the 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 one where he fights the three heroes Berser- right? say it berserker's call i think berserker's call is just still such a good card that like it didn't change too much except for the fact that now you didn't feel like you lost the lane of axes in it yeah 
now it's not just a plop down axe and be done with that lane because you've already won it. It's more you actually have to play around it and you know think about it. But he is still an incredibly strong card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on axe changing? I'm happy with it. Um, I didn't see how the market reacted to it because it's a fair bit after right now. But oh, let's take a look. Let's take a look at what it's at right now. Just just out of curiosity. Okay. Because okay. it's always fun when we go on adventures in the middle of the episode. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> My guess is uh, a huge spike down, and then it went back up to like maybe twelve dollars. <laughs> We're talking Canadian. <sighs> how wrong am i <laughs> okay so december 20th huh <laughs> it dropped to hold on let me make sure this is in canadian uh i can't tell uh before the drop let's let's do it on that <laughs> oh november 30th it was 22 so this is american that i'm looking at right now the graph i'm looking at uh, but still so it went down to 594 american five yeah on 559 american on december 20th um and now it's kind of stable last stabled out at like eight american so i'm guessing around 12 bucks canadian hey i was was pretty close on that i was a little bit high but i'm I'm pretty happy with that (laughs) no because it's still a card that's needed if you're if you're playing any of the red decks right people just love to panic and then they realize oh wait this is actually worth more than that i mean i would have bought it for five bucks that's an easy uh easy flip easy flip man um all right let's go on to the next one bloodseeker so they actually brought bloodseeker up from seven six to seven seven and then the manas the blood rage signature spell down so essentially bloodseeker is probably way too underpowered and then just like let's bring it up a bit he was way too underpowered if i ever saw him i was like oh wow i haven't seen that character in <laughs> years <laughs> yeah yes yeah. this, this is very very needed um i don't think there's much more to say on that one eh? i think that's pretty uh i don't think it'll be enough um he is pretty a pretty beefy um so like that's kind of helpful but having blood rage be what it is is just all (laughs) i'm sure it'll work in some decks but nothing's not he'll never or with what he is right now he's not going to be a meta hero (laughs) Uh, agreed agreed all right um Let's go to Cheating Death. All right, the big one. Another big one. Got updated. People love this card. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, Cheating Death did get updated. Uh, mana cost changed from five to four. <gasps> um, buffed oh. <laughs> buff now. Um, but the old text is... Yeah, the fifty percent chance of surviving with one health, um, and the new one is you have an active, which gives a unit a death shield this round. Um, oh, and it can only be used with green hero in this lane. It's actually, I don't think it's good. It might be good. It essentially guarantees one thing survives. Hmm. That's gonna die. So for four mana active, you can use every turn. I think that's good. I think that's good. I think that's really good. if you put that on unit with uh, let's say siege, you can just kind of. Oh, that's true. That's true. You have an unkillable unit that just kind of is there. It just kind of feels slow to me, though. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Like, but it is green, so. It is green, so if you're not, yeah, I guess you'd be able to pull it off. I'm just thinking, thinking aloud. (laughs) Say that again. Say that again. most green cards like they are a little bit slower um at least from what i found so i don't really see any reason for this because it's slow especially with it being four mana cost you can just play it on your second turn um, if the other person doesn't really have any threats at least for sure for sure all right i think we're gonna move along just because we got so much to cover today so uh 
You alright with that? You you good with that? Yeah, all good. Um so I'm gonna go with uh Dro Ranger. Um so essentially the gust the gust spell is changed from this hero. The hero's signature spell. Um the old mm-hmm. Yeah, the old so, <laughs> We keep doing this. Say say what you're gonna say. But I was just reading it a little bit ahead and reacting. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, the Gust original text was Silence Enemy Heroes this round, and then now it's Silence Enemy Hero and it's Allied Neighbors this round. That's a big big uh, nerf. <laughs> it is, but sometimes, like, unless you have a really big lane, like, you're still silencing the things you want to silence. That's true. That's true. Um, um, it's not... Yeah. It's it's a good. I think it's a change for the better. I have no problems yeah, with it. She, she was way too strong before, um, but now it's hero. And then if the opponent played their uh, cards in bad spots, then silence too. <laughs> it's kind of what I'm reading this as. So you have to play in better spots. Maybe you don't have that much option though, right? With this game, I feel sometimes. True, but you can usually figure out a way to. Or I don't know you're kind of getting unlucky. Um, or you should, if there are two heroes next to each other, it should be because you're unlucky. True. Rather than you played badly, right? True, true. All right, uh, on to the next one. (laughs) Um, Jasper Daggers. Uh, So we have gold cost, changed from 7 to 5, old text, equipped hero has plus 2 attack and pierce, new text, equipped hero has plus 2 attack and pierce, Plus an equip effect per your opponent's effects from equipped hero. Ooh. Yeah. That's... But I don't really know how to play that. I just I you know what it is? I think I think this is what it is. Sometimes when you get Pierce, it's like cool, you don't have to worry about armor, right? But mm-hmm. if a hero has a certain amount of armor, it's like it's usually too late at that point anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So I do Mm-hmm. Uh, once this gets into um, best of threes in a competitive format, like in actual tournaments and stuff like that, this will be a really good sideboard card. Okay, I like where you're going with it. It, it has more utility now, I think. It's definitely a good card to have as a counter to other things. I don't think that it's good to just like you know throw it in because it, it's definitely not going to be in everything. But I do think it, it'll be play yeah i actually want to get your thoughts on this because i i've noticed like for instance blink dagger is really important just to have the ability to move from uh one to the other um so like you can just control the lanes right um but also i've noticed that having like um obliterating orb or like the the hammer that like destroys um destroys improvements is just so needed sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah i could see that um again it, it's very much like specific to a certain uh and against a certain deck otherwise it's kind of a useless ability um so again those ones if this was magic they'd be side- sideboarded um in my opinion yeah cool cool all right we're moving on to lion um so Lion has its active ability switch, so Finger of Death that de- dealt a piercing damage um, now has Quicken, so that means the cooldown's a lot faster. So after you use it the first time, then uh, you can reduce the cooldown to one, uh, by one, but not below one. So essentially, it just means that active oh. peri- uh, ability where you're piercing, doing piercing damage in the lane that Lion's in is just way, way faster than it was before. That's all it is. It's uh, four four turns, I think, to come up, and then three turns every time after that. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a buff, but we'll see how it plays out. And was seen play, um, like he wasn't a not seen hero, at least in what I was playing. So I could see. Well, see it's a happening. it's a hero kill a lot of the times, right? Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Unless you're dealing with really healthy heroes, but like eight piercing damage is pretty pretty hard to. <laughs> Definitely up there. 
Um, then we got Outworld Devour. Base stats change from 406 to 47. Uh, no real comment, just a buff here. It's <laughs> probably not much. Yep. Still doubt we're going to see much of him. Yep. Um, unless you really want that 50% chance for getting more blue, uh, more mana. Um, <laughs> then we have Timber's Saw, which is uh, reactive armor. Um, oh, it, all it does is it changed it that each of Timber Saw's active attackers have minus one armor. So it kind of weakens uh, weakens the active attackers on Timber Saw and strengthens Timber Saw. That sounds really good. That sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, I feel Timber Saw's kind of on this like edge where it's like if if you give it too much buffs, then it gets really good. But like until you get to that point, you're like it's still a little underwhelming, you know? Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't actually know what his uh, extra card. Um, I'm guessing whirling death is. But I'm pretty sure it's the one that were like deal two damage or to each of like the neighboring enemy um, card, like enemy units, right? And then reduce their attack by two or something like that, or maybe it was armor by two makes sense from the dota card i haven't seen much, uh, much of timber saw thing but i could easily see him coming in now he seems kind of like a or tanky ursa yeah no it, it it seems very thematic i'm not gonna argue with that eh? um if, run him with taunts <laughs> i <laughs> guess i guess so i guess you know what? i haven't thought about that that much maybe that's an experimental deck that someone can play with um yeah so i think we're done with the patch for now um like 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 we've said if i'm sure if we were in our home base then uh we probably could have a little better discussion but just because we don't want to trip over each other too much um we're kind of keeping it brief and just giving our thoughts then moving on um so with that in mind we're gonna move on to our next portion which is the um need for seat uh tournament artifact tournament um i caught a bit of it and i have to say i have to tell you the finals was phenomenal is it really it was really good it's a five game series game three was amazing um it it was back and forth it was it was just i i suggest everyone go see it you know what before you go on to the next part of this podcast all right go see that show (laughs) Then come back to this point, so I don't ruin it for you, because I'm gonna ruin it for you. <laughs> okay, spoilers ahead. That's that's it. <laughs> spoilers ahead. Um, so it was hype and petrified in the in the finals, and hyped was able to pull it out again. Um, so this was the second tournament in a row he won. Um, and <laughs> this is kind of going towards the awards, but you can probably definitely claim him as the best player of 2018. Um, <laughs> two tournament wins in a row uh, after official so- release <laughs> for a significant amount of prize money yeah um, and also this is the thing I, w- I did want to tell you about he was running a solo blue deck really a solo blue a solo blue deck is that as his like uh, one of his other decks or like because I'm not really sure what the format there was it, it's um I'm not sure if you could switch decks, but I think you brought your you, like your best of five would only be with the deck you chose for that round. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Whatever. Then, we'll, so he had to play that deck five games in a row in that finals. Oh, and a, a, a mono blue took it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was essentially bolt of Demiscales. Uh, um, like where you do twenty damage to a tower for ten mana. Oh, okay. Yep. So it's like super clear, super survive, <laughs> and then and deal then... twenty damage to the tower. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, that sounds like a really interesting deck that I hope I never have to face. <laughs> well, it's probably pretty cheap. I'm not gonna lie. If if you're looking for competitive decks, it's a hard one to play, but it definitely uh, definitely seems like a fun one. So uh, I definitely go go check out um, Take TV as YouTube channel. I think actually no, the Twitch channel is where I, we post. We uh, on Twitter we posted it actually. Um, 
and I got a like from him from Taki TV. I was pretty hyped by that. (laughs) Pun was not intentional or play it. I don't know if it's a pun. If I just named hype anyway, um, no, Taki TV gave me a like for my tweet to him, so that was pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah I think that's pretty much it I think those are two big tournaments that went through viewership is probably not where they want it to be yet but uh, it is still early and I don't know it's kind of hard to watch um, a game like Artifact if you don't know what's happening in it (laughs) no until I'm going to be honest until I watched the finals I didn't really have it, it hasn't gripped me yet but that finals really did start gripping me so that was a good sign do you know what uh what heroes he was running um all right let's we're gonna go on an adventure again um <laughs> off of memory let's see it this is a test <laughs> okay if, if i were to guess um definitely zeus zeus ogre uh, uh kana Kana. oh yep yep of course of course um was there a storm spirit I, I, okay, I'm gonna the last two I don't know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look this one up. Um, <laughs> these sound this sounds. Say that again. Expect and it actually sounds pretty good so far. Just those three heroes, from what you uh, what you said with the bolts. Cause all I gotta do is run out. Um, Make sure that their heroes are are more or less dead with with Zeus, and then keep on getting your bolts back with uh, with Ogre. Uh, here, sir. Let me see if I can find. It. I'm just. I'm just. Okay. Uh, no, this is the green blue one. I want the pure blue one he was using. Uh. Wow. Uh, okay, I, I, I'm having trouble finding it. You know what? Maybe maybe a future episode. Although, maybe not. <laughs> but um, maybe some other time we will we will talk about this blue deck. Okay? Um, we'll go over what makes this deck so good. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Um, so I think we're good for tournament there. Uh, definitely go check out that finals. We we uh, tweeted about it recently on Twitter, so um, check if you want to find it that way. Yeah, that'll be a good way to do it. All right, awards. All right. You know, it's time for the yearly awards. The end game. Um, twenty eighteen. Best <laughs> card of the year. All right, what's your pick? Oh, best card of the year. I, I want to say Kana. Kana. It's out of left field, I know, but I'm gonna say Kana because that's one of the cards that I never, never got to play, but I always wanted to play it because it just looks so much fun to just run, run down a lane with a bunch of creeps. Okay, I that's need, I, I need, I need a little more strategic depth. All right, give me, give me, how are you using this card to give yourself the advantage? All right. Okay, so, so what you do is you, you plop her down the lane, okay, and then, uh, and then you wait. And you get a bunch of creeps because she's in the lane. Yep, yep. That's tower. her ability. Yep. Then, then you hit the tower. Maybe you get some more creeps with like call the arms or uh or call the reserves or something like that. And then uh and then, then you keep on in the lane with more creeps. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> though, I think creeps. you I think you need a blink dagger with Kana. Ooh, that's actually a really good idea. Just because sometimes, like, if you're only in one lane, like, what if you need creeps in the other lanes? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what if you just run down a lane with creeps? <laughs> like, yes, you're running down that one lane, but what if you need those creeps to survive in another lane? And you're just like, oh, Kana stole them, sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? There's other lanes? I only lane with Kana. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I don't hate the idea, because it's very good, because it, it kind of... You're getting rid of RNG in an RNG based like a game with a lot of it, right? So, um, I really like the idea of, of having a lot of creeps and run run at the uh, opponent. Uh, a lot of multiplayer games and more of a an ungo bungo across the map and hit them. 
Gotcha. They usually <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, boring one. All right. I, it's it's a tough one, all right? There's really three contenders. I mean, Emissary would be like a fourth contender, but I don't think Emissary is overpowered because it's an eight. Like, it's a turn eight that you play it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Yeah. And you have to be ahead on board as well. So, like, it there's there's a certain amount of play around you can do. Um, Definitely a fun card, but it's uh, not not really fun though. Yeah, but I think it's like a win harder card. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. Can or see like that. a win. Well, sometimes it's like a win before the other person card. So I get that, but it's like it's a little more little more fair than um than cheating death i think was the original <laughs> the original cheating death the original cheating death where it was like uh no you, you literally can't play in this lane anymore like <laughs> and this is this is why all these obliterating like items uh became really popular right because you just have to get rid of cheating death oh yes yeah it was the play around uh around a single card <laughs> pretty much pretty much that or um the here what was the green hero it was uh that gave sure. plus one attack drill ranger right oh yes her her passive gave plus one attack to all other units i and that one's tough to deal with too because it's like a it's like a passive everything is stronger <laughs> like <laughs> kind of like uh, like lichen even like had something like that as well yeah, I'm just like, uh... okay. Well, I've changed my mind. No, I haven't. It's still cheating death. I'm gonna give a cheating death the card of 2018, because uh, it's gone now, right? So true. That was literally the card of 20... 2018. Like we might remember Axe as always being strong, but we're gonna still see the the Axe, right? We're gonna remember uh, um, Emissary. I'm sure we'll pl hear plenty of in 2019, but the card of 2018 for me, cheating death. All right. <laughs> that card kind of defined 2018's. At least it's meta, and uh, and oh, Valve kind of played around it. But <laughs> hey, hey, Valve played around it. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to our next category. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm curious if you have this, but if we had a best card of 2018, I think we need a worst card of 2018. Do you have any uh, card that you think is really bad? And I say original cheating death as well. <laughs> wait, wait, what? We're talking about the card that was the least effective. I'm trying to say that. Okay, least effective. That's, the, that's... Like the worst, like not the worst card no. to play against, the worst card. Like literally, like you're playing this, it's like a waste of a turn. I say Crystal Maiden. Crystal Maiden? The, hero, the blue hero crystal maiden that there's a good chance you forgot about <laughs> all right let me uh look this up <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing you actually forgot crystal cause... maiden i think i've played her probably in draft before crystal maiden uh artifact crystal maiden is very much a hero that if you play her you're playing a four hero deck with an extra creep Yep, I kind of see it. What's what's the special <laughs> ability? I don't even know. It probably does a couple damage. I, I don't, I'm not even gonna look at it. Um, uh, I I don't know. <laughs> all right. What's your worst? Worst. Oh yes. Oh yes. I think I found it. Okay, let's hear it. Um, let me just double check. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking through the list. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking through the list. Um, okay, <laughs> um, I I'm just trying to find the name because I don't want to. Uh, okay, if I don't have the name, this is this is the card. All right, okay. deal two damage to every tower what that's a card okay let's see let's see if i i'm gonna this right artifact deal to damage 
to every tower. Wow, we've had a couple of uh, non-professional shows. This might be the most. Yes, I see it. It's lightning. <laughs> no, rolling storm. Deal two oh. damage to all towers and all lanes. Oh, oh, wow. I think, I think it is the worst card in the game. Why is that card there? That's just taking uh, mana from your towers. That's all it does. It's a three mana card. Huh? That even if you play it turn one, huh? Does not impact the game at all. No. Like you don't even get tempo. <laughs> like. <laughs> It might have an edge case where two towers, two of their towers are at two. You've lost one, and one of yours is at three. <laughs> With all due you... respect, if you're drawing a rolling storm at that point in the game, like your deck was just not built properly. Like you've you've already messed up, you know? I'm not talking drawing one. I'm talking you've held this in your opening <laughs> from the start. They, they won't know what hit them. <laughs> They'll never expect the rolling storm. <laughs> oh boy, that's a terrible card. I'm not gonna lie. The first, I when you know what I had my first perfect run, my first perfect run in draft. The first time I did draft, I got a perfect run. I think I had two rolling storms in it. Oh, did you really? Yep, and I don't think I played them once. <laughs> Wait, were they in your deck? Yep, they're just dead dead cards. <laughs> I oh, think that's so bad. I played them when I didn't have anything else to play, but it, like it did not, did not help me win any of the games. Oh, definitely not. That oh, it was fun. You have one empty card. That's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> imagine yeah, if they rolling storms. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about it this way. If you do have draft, all right, maybe if you get a card that heals you <laughs> and then you get 20 rolling storms. <laughs> Just wait, hold out for 60 mana. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I'm playing all one turn. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, moving on. Um huh? <laughs> We're going to go... I'm not going to... This category, I'm not going to give... So, sorry, actually, this this one I will. Player of the Year, I'm going to go with Hyped. I don't know if you have any uh, opposition to that. I'd be Hyped pretty easily. Yeah, Hyped. Hype is... We're just going to go with him. One, two tournaments. Has won the most mm-hmm. money so far. So, that's uh, pretty easy. You won with a mono blue deck. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, go watch that series, dude. Um, Definitely right. going to be going to watch that. Yeah. Um, okay. So hypes, hypes, hypes are player twenty eighteen. Um, next up, we have what is I'm trying to remember what we had here. Um, write these down. Yeah, yeah. I should have written them down. But this, this is what happens when uh, you know you're out with family and you know, uh, you know, yeah. spending time, enjoying company. Having food. Yeah, like Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah. We didn't say, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yes. Last last category. I want to go over sorry streamers. I want to go over streamers, but I don't want to give the best of. I just kind of want to shout out a couple of streamers that you can definitely check out. Um. So I would go with um. Swim is probably the first one. These are a couple of streamers already known in other areas, right? Other esports. Um, so, so, uh, so Swim was one I'd want you to check out. Hyped is streaming a lot, so definitely checked out Hyped. Um, and then the third one, and this is a teaser for later, um, is my man, <laughs> uh, Zuj Z. All right, uh, who. I've been enjoying his casual streams as he's talks in a very, he has a very, uh, he has a nice, like it's not too rough, but it's just a nice bass to his voice. And I've been enjoying him recently. So that's, that's what uh, people you can check out. 
uh, deep soothing voice. Deep I soothing guess. voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if I said his name right. Zooch Z. That's that's what I'm I'm going with. Definitely Zuxy. Zuxy, it's Zuxy, a hundred percent. Hundred percent, no doubt in my mind. Wow. Oh man. Uh. Whew. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be the artosis of artifact. <laughs> Or maybe I yeah, will. We'll find out when. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe you'll. <laughs> um, so, yeah, our, uh, it's Idra. Um, <laughs> Wait, who? Who? Idra? I, Idra. Uh, <laughs> it's E Mini. It's not Emini. All right. Um, inside Sorry. StarCraft jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's move on to i think we're good for awards i don't know if there's there's probably a couple others but uh we're not gonna be a lyric on um we already have worst card of the year in the way that i thought of it uh the <laughs> cheating death has a very easy very easy answer <laughs> <laughs> okay all right um we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. We're gonna to go to our questions. We actually have some user questions. This is not exciting. So excited for this. I'm very excited. Um, it was actually me being excited, by the way. That was not sarcasm. <laughs> everything, everything sounds like sarcasm. Um, my voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you ever not been sarcastic? I thought this whole this whole like everything you do on the show, like everything you've ever said, was sarcastic, right? Oh, it hundred percent has, but uh, not that one thing. That's why I had to say say it wasn't. All right, so <laughs> oh, here's here's question number one. Oh, this also we have to thank Graf Douglas on Twitter for uh, providing these questions. Okay, thank you, Graf. Um. So, so he, yeah, Graf wanted to go about how in Artifact, you kind of mix colors by default. Like most decks you run, you kind of need to mix colors to have a strong deck. Mm -hmm. um, and Graf wanted us to compare this to Magic and Hearthstone. So how about you start it off by talking about, um, yeah, how you think Artifact maybe compares to Magic a little bit. Well, I think it's almost uh, a pretty with with uh, colors. Sorry, with mana colors. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's incredibly close um, as is directly almost because um, the colors are pretty much the same. Well, no, at least blue is the same thing. Blue, you have your control. Uh, green, you have a little bit of ramp uh, in Magic, but actually, I think it, at blue it stops <laughs> the direct comparisons. <laughs> Um, but you definitely do need um well you don't yeah um, I, I was just gonna say mixing colors right so like the the do they in magic do you feel like they they kind of force you to mix colors sometimes for stronger decks or sometimes. is that is that really? more artifact than magic i'm not even sure it's artifact anymore because <laughs> <laughs> Because like if if you could play the uh, the mono blue deck, then why uh, develop the better game enough, right? Because in in Magic, like there are uh, standard decks that are four color, but there are also standard decks that are uh, mono color, and there's a bunch of two two is a very common, three is a very common color uh, color combination. It depends on what the person wants to play. Yeah, I think I think okay. Let me go off this for a little bit. Um... <laughs> I think mixing colors, but yeah. So I I feel like with magic, maybe they've just because the game's been a lot around a lot longer, they've kind of stri uh, stricken a balance um, with these. Um, because whether you like it or not, I feel an artifact right now. While mono blue kind of makes sense because you have like a lot of controlly stuff, and then you have big ways to finish the tower. Um, mm -hmm. There's no other class that really stands the test of being a, a mono color yet um i think black for instance you, you're kind of weak right like you're aggressive but you're weak 
power of just playing black. Yeah, uh, red, same thing. Like, you have no clear, right? You have no way of fighting for, like, a big board. Maybe cleave, right? But still, you're having trouble. Um, and it, it takes too long sometimes with black. Cause, or, sorry, with red, I'm trying to say. Because um, you're, you're cleaving away, but, like, you're not hitting tower. So before you, like, take over the board, like, it might take a couple turns, right? Um, and green is nice because you get all big buffy dudes, but usually it's a little too late. <laughs> you know, but I could see green, uh, green having a chance if you, um, let's say you play a lichen and you get um, some of your small, smaller guys out earlier. Uh, what would you play? Like I know a lichen. Um, uh, oh, I forget his name. That satyr. That um, yeah. Gives... That plus two attack. Yeah, cards that kind of um, build the wolf. Maybe if you're playing wolf with lichen. Yeah, that... you said you said lichen. Um, well, I feel like uh, that would really help in the early game, and then you're building up to that big late game where you have your your Thunderhide alphas or your Thunderhide packs, and you just kind of go for tower. I can see it. It just like I said, it, it feels like they're so they're almost so restrictive that you don't have enough utility. Could see uh, that. And I think maybe that's why blue kind of worked out for hype is just because he had that utility. But like if you look at most of the other tournament decks, they're all pretty much. Uh, two colored right yeah that'll be your standard and then maybe uh two with a splash of something else or even one with a splash of something um yeah and then actually i want to kind of go off um uh to talk about hearthstone a little bit right um and in hearthstone the the different there's no different mana uh, right colors but instead they have class distinctions um and every class is an archetype within itself. And sometimes you just get matches because you can't have multiple. You, there's cards that you can have in every deck, but there's some cards you can't have in other decks, right? And usually class cards are a little stronger. Um, and so what you get to a point is you, there's just some decks that are like significantly disadvantaged against other decks. Um, the thing is, though, is Hearthstone with tournament format in Hearthstone, um, you play multiple decks as opposed to here where you're playing one deck, right? So while while they have class disadvantages, your the idea would be you'd have three or four decks, and so that way they're even you're kind of matching decks, and there's a whole skill involved in that as opposed to trying to kind of have different colors or balancing your colors out so they have utility, like you would in Artifact or Magic. I feel like in uh, in Artifact it'd be a much more Magic-like thing where you have your your one deck and then a sideboard of others. Uh, that are specific to to things that your deck doesn't deal with well. Yeah, and I think that's the nature of having these four mana colors, right? Like, the mana colors define themselves, but you, as long as you can mix them, you can kind of have utility, right? Yeah. And, for instance, like, I'm going to keep going back to this series, but that final series, it was the same decks, and they went to game, th- game five, right? So they played five games. Um with with the same two decks so that means it's pretty balanced even though they're completely different strengths of the decks right um unlike unlike hearthstone where you'll you'll just get wipes yeah where you have uh a startup and then the game's lost on uh, whichever deck was chosen basically sometimes yeah you're, you're sometimes you get 30 percent. it's usually 40 60 but sometimes you get 30 percent, and it's just it's not fun to play um So, uh, I just wanted to... Okay. Graf Douglas also asked, is this a bug or a feature, you think? The fact that they tend towards uh, two deck, uh, two, two mana colors in Artifact. Uh, okay. I would say that's definitely a feature. Um, because it adds so much more possibility of what you can do with the decks, uh, what you can do with everything that you're, you're creating. Um, just opening up to uh, a color that of your deck um of, of at least the primary color that you want to play so let's say you want to play green green doesn't really have too many spells that can actually do anything um but green doesn't really have many spells <laughs> uh so you might splash it with blue or uh even black just to so that you can actually hit the tower um but the two mana it, or yeah two color would definitely be to give 
room for growth, uh, room for experimentation, all that stuff, in my opinion. Yeah, so so I think, yeah, I think in, in a way they've kind of designed the colors to, to, tr- to kind of have to lean on a different color. Like you can have a primary color. <laughs> um, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yep. Um, you can have a primary color, um, but you kind of need a secondary color to help you out. Um, so blue and green. Um, so, <laughs> <I'll> red <read> number. <laughs> My example here. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, I I think it's definitely part of the intent. The design there was intent behind the design that you shouldn't be using probably colors. Although, like I said, if you can figure out a way to do one color, I think it's possible. But you need to have enough utility for dis- different situations. Do you think it ever come out that uh, people play more than I don't know more than three, like a four color or even a five color deck? I think once once there's a couple more expansions and you get keywords that um, cards that allow essentially. Well, you already have blink dagger, so that kind of grants you a little access to playing in any lane, but just more cards that allow different colored mana to be played in different lands i think is definitely possible oh okay i see what you're saying like you need to allow yourself to play cards so i think at some point you might start getting blue green or red black heroes oh like that maybe maybe or or things that modify heroes so they can use other mana colors for one turn like you you know what i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of room that that'd be really interesting to have a uh, multicolored heroes. Um, um, I feel like that. Yeah, keep going. What what would the word be? They'd have to be pretty weak as they are. Mm-hmm. What they offer um, for card wise, like what you can play from your hand. So, that would be a really hard thing to balance, uh, and not the rest of the cards that are already out obsolete. But it'd be really interesting to do, and I think that that would a bit of thinking to do. Yeah, but I I think it's it's cool that that uh, we got these questions, and let's thank Graph again because it it's something that um, we can probably talk for a lot longer about, um, probably on a different day. But I I, I really like uh, your questions, and I'm actually gonna keep them in mind for future episodes. Um. But yeah, that's I think that concludes our question section for today. That sounds pretty good. Hopefully any, they have answered. <laughs> any uh yeah. Um so before we go on to our announcements, because we have some announcements for our next year coming up, um, I want you to give me your final thoughts on twenty eighteen artifact. Anything that comes to mind, anything you wanna say, this is it. This new update that uh well, I guess I should have said this a while ago. I haven't been able to play because I'm at home. And at home, I don't have a computer that can play <laughs> play Artifact. So I actually haven't played this new update. And this is 10 days after it came out, I believe. <laughs> so it's uh, that's feeling pretty bad. Or, yeah, that, that feels pretty bad. Um, but I am really excited to play it. So, like, it's going to be, you know, I'm really excited to go back to. Um, I was getting a little bit burnt out with it earlier because some cards were just, I don't know, they felt stale, they felt over, uh, way too strong, they felt felt like everything was the same thing, pretty much. But I'm really excited to go back and play. Yeah, no, it, it feels like there's been a little bit of a breath of fresh air, you know? Life breathed into the game a little bit. Um, yeah. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for 2019, that million dollar tournament. I'm excited. Um, get my checkbook out. Checkbook out. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's good. I I think 2018 was a was a little bit of a rocky start, but uh, we're kind of getting to where we want to be. And now the only thing that can really happen, I think I think player base needs to go up, and I think that will definitely happen. Uh, slowly but surely i think the bigger difficulty will be getting viewership to go up uh just because it's a hard entry to get into the game mm-hmm. yeah sure. okay those are my 2019 2018 thoughts uh and with that are you ready 
I'm ready. I'm ready. Updates and drama. Updates and drama. So, um, yes, we just we just played you the uh, updates and drama section. Although there is, uh, well, these are the updates, but they are the updates for the show and not the news. <laughs> They're the uh, the updates for us and not the updates of what the drama was that's happening in the. <laughs> in the artifact community but maybe this will be drama in the artifact community hmm. um, well i would be honored um no we are changing our format a little bit um we have some exciting news to announce but this probably won't be necessarily um for exciting for our artifact viewers or maybe it will be but uh it'll be a change of format for the artifact podcast um so going forward just because um I was talking this over with Hunting Wabbits, and we were saying that um, we felt like we had... Um, I may have had a lot of experience with card games, but uh, Hunting Wabbits, not his primary game. You know, he just kind of joined me along for the ride, right? <laughs> I have no experience, and uh, I, I always came in here as the... Uh, what was it? The noob, I guess. Let's just say it like that. <laughs> the noob. Um, so, uh, with that in mind, Hunting Wabbits, this will actually be, uh, Hunting Wabbits' last artifact show. So. It's it's a sad time, but I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy. So, Hunting Wabbits will be moving on, uh, to our, um, Rocket League podcast that we're actually starting, uh, another game we play, um, but that will be happening midweek. So for those of you who follow our feed, that means on Wednesdays you might get a podcast that maybe you're not interested in. That's okay. Totally fine. Um, so you, that'll be the one you skip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're interested, definitely listen to us then. Um, we'll have some off topics, um, probably popping up, popping up here and there at random whenever we can. Yeah. Um, and then for Artifact, what the plan will be is to keep, to keep releasing every Saturday uh, for 2019. But instead of having our usual, um, you know, two-person kind of rundown, I'm going to, well, well, we'll see how long this lasts. Maybe it might turn into a solo show or might get a new, a different host to come along. Um, but for now, we're going to kind of start getting uh, some guests uh on and doing some interviews in the artifact scene so um i hope you're excited because i'm pretty excited we've got um we actually have zuj zuj or uh what was what is it that you called him zuxi zuxi or zuxi zuxi sounds way better dude i think i think it might actually be zuxi (laughs) dude i i'm gonna have to ask him on twitter or something um he'll be our guest or at least he's the planned guest uh for next saturday um, and he'll be on and we'll ask him questions. We'll have him talk about the scene a little bit, um, his stream and all that. Um, and it'll just be me and him and, uh, hopefully it goes well. You know, if, if it doesn't go through, I'll probably just do a solo recap show. Um, and that'll kind of be the plan going forward. Hopefully bring you on guests, um, of all different kinds. Um, and just having them talk a little bit about themselves. This is, uh, I'm really, really excited to see where at least the artifacts, uh, podcast goes and, Hopefully our, our Rocket League one still. Uh... Yeah, hopefully it does all right too. So yeah, um, Wednesdays will be Rocket League nights. Saturdays will be Artifact nights. And uh, off-topic shows will happen whenever. Um, oh, and by the way, for those of you who didn't watch our last um, off-topic show, go watch it. It was really good. <laughs> it was interesting. Cool. Yeah, no, I didn't promote it as much because it wasn't artifact related, but I definitely uh, encourage you to go watch it because it was a lot of fun to make, and I got some pretty hilarious reactions from my friends about it. So, um, fun thing to watch. It's uh, definitely not artifact, but if you ever want to, you know, hear more about uh, more about Flash, then <laughs> Flash and who he was. What, what was that? Six to ten years ago? Yeah, ten, years t- ago? definitely ten years ago. Let's let's make it a decade. Let's make it as far removed. A whole decade ago, for the people that are listening, uh, two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can uh, you can hear 
some stuff about him. It's it's amazing. And then hear me laugh at him for being <laughs> ridiculous. I think is the the nice way of putting it. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah, we won't have the Rocket League show this week though. So um, that means expect Saturday. We'll have that interview up hopefully by the end of the day, um, if all goes well. And then uh, the next Wednesday, we're getting going. All right. So it was a bit great 2018. I really enjoyed uh, our kind of artifact podcast experiment. And uh, hopefully in 2019, it keeps going. It keeps getting bigger, and it keeps you know maybe get some big guests on. Um, happy that i could have been here this uh the 2018 year with you for for this one and uh you will watch the way through you know what i figured it out you are the cheating death of artifact podcast <laughs> i get the 2018 award for uh for caster <laughs> or for, you get, for podcast. you get the 2018 worst um be- worst best card 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 podcaster of 20 uh, that defines 2018 yeah you because... you you define you know that's it you define it you know whether you like it or not whether you hate whether they hated you all right or they loved you because you were so great you define the 2018 artifact podcast experience let's oh that's a lot of pressure i'm happy that it came on to me after <laughs> <laughs> Right at the end, you know, right when you're singing your song song. All right, that's all from ASAP Weekly. Good night. Have a great new year. All the best to you, your families, and your loved ones. And uh, we're getting out of here. See you.